Welcome fellow Last Placers, and this is another episode of whatever we, Chris and I decide to call this brief show, showing thing where we talk about movies and TV shows. So today we are going to talk about Loki, episodes one and two, and I have Chris here with me because our other partner in crime, Yendi, doesn't watch movies or like TV shows. Like, so what you guys can go do is just go tag him on something and just, you know, just tell him, why aren't you watching all these great What is he missing shows? out on, man? So you can talk about them too, Yendi, but no. But I bet as soon as Indiana Jones comes out, he's going to want to be on here. This is what we're going to do. We're not going to put him on here when Indiana Jones comes out. <laughs> That's what we need to do. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to want to be on this. So we're going to block him in the We're going to be like, we, remember all those other things we told you to talk about? And you didn't, but no. Uh, but for real, uh, we're here to talk about Loki episodes one and two, which is on Disney Plus. It premiered two weeks ago, and we are a week late, so we're just going to do two episodes today, and then the following weeks, we're just going to do one episode leading up into the season finale, and then even the week of the fifth episode, you probably get uh, two episodes because you probably get the Loki episode and the Black Widow talk uh, discussion also. Oh, so man. we're just going to discuss our thoughts on this, and you know. Chris and I have done this before, so we're just going to get right into it. Uh, with episode one, we're just going to talk about it pretty much like uh, all together. So, we're, you know, from episode one to two. But uh, yeah, Chris, what did you think about the first episode? Uh, first episode as a whole was fantastic. It was I went in with zero expectation. I was excited for the show from the beginning when they first I think when Disney Plus first announced that they were going to be a thing or when Disney first announced that Disney Plus was going to be a thing. Uh, yeah. Loki was one of the first shows to be announced, and I thought they were going to mm -hmm. open Disney Plus with this show, and they didn't. They used Mandalorian perfectly fine. Mm. Love Mandalorian. I mean, you can't, yeah, can't hate on that. Yeah, either. exactly. But I mean, for the longest time, I was just like, "Where's Loki?" Because they the next thing you know, the Wandavision came out. I was like, "What's going on?" So it was mm. definitely worth the wait. Uh, hour long episodes. It's perfect. The 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 amount that they're the amount of information they're giving you in each episode i don't feel like it's rushed it's perfectly paced they're doing a great job um first episode i did love uh as soon as he gets arrested seeing the the uh the tva right seeing that bureau in 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 its glory i i love that kind of setting i'm kind of glad that we're not jumping all over the place because whenever i first i didn't watch the trailer but when i heard he was like going back like i saw like the time stuff so i thought it was going to be like a lot of time jumps I thought yeah. it was going to be kind of like, uh, what's that DC show? Uh, um, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be like that, like where we're just going to keep jumping around. I'm like, okay, yeah. fine. That's, that'd be cool. Like, I like Loki. I like him. So, um, but I mean, I did have that question for you. If I said, I saw that guy in the beginning, right? And um, I didn't know, like, as soon as I saw him, I tried to, I, I was kind of waiting for a name because any, I mean, uh, tip for you guys that watch the shows and stuff like that. Anytime a character says his name, it could be a random person. As soon as they <laughs> say his name, he is somewhere in this universe somewhere. Yeah. You can look him up and it'll be like, Oh, this guy showed up in one comic in like the 1970s, but you know, he's just, it's kind of like a throwback. So, uh, the guy that I saw in the beginning that you, that Loki gets arrested with that you see, uh, I didn't know if you knew if, if you knew exactly who that was, if that was an actual mm -hmm. person or not. So no, no, I don't think it was anything like, I think that was just a coincidence, but like, you're right. Usually when they give you a name or something like that, they kind of, it, it like harps back to like some time where, 
you know, it's a, a character or like a reference, which Marvel does really well. They do. I mean, even like, even when you think about it, um, Agatha was like a deep Marvel cut because she wasn't like a the main thing, character. Yeah. Either. So it, um, they do do those kind of cuts and they do put like those characters in the spotlight. But in this situation, I don't think, I just think it was just random, but you never know. <laughs> yeah. It could show up again. Um, that that's a goes with another thing. Whenever I said like look up their names, take it with take it with a grain of salt because you could be spoiling it for yourself. I did not look up yeah. Agatha, and I'm glad yeah. I didn't because whenever that twist came, I was just like I was mm-hmm. there for. I was like what? Like I didn't know. Yeah. So and if I looked it up, I would have known. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what else was there, man? The guy at the front desk, man. Yes. This guy is going to be the net. Like <laughs> yes. if we can, like I said, he can get his own show. Maybe he can get in like I want to see him meet up with the dude from Ant Man, the one that mm-hmm. like tells everything, like all oh, the stories. The stories oh yeah. my god, so funny when when you meet him. I feel bad for him. I I know we're gonna see a lot more of him because throughout the whole show, Loki just keeps yeah. running into him, and he's mm-hmm. like, "You!" and he freaks <laughs> out. So, uh, what else did we see? Uh, I like how, uh, how quickly they go to tell you how big of a power house the TVA is. Uh, yeah. The moment that Loki uh, is running, like he tries to escape and um, he gets the, or no, he still has the collar, but he gets the, the little dial to uh, not get basically rewound to back where he was. Um, yeah. And he opens the drawer to get the Tesseract, but he sees all the other infinity stones and he picks them up and he's like, these are infinity stones. And the guy from the front desk that he runs into is like, uh, well, those things like people in the office use them as paperweights. Like, yeah, they're not; they're just rocks to us. Yep. And that, like, seeing the look on Loki's face, just knowing, like, holy crap, this is, this is something way bigger than, than I thought it was. And uh, I think it was a beautiful thing to see. Uh, that part where he does tell him, like, he's crouching down, and he's like, "I'll gut you like a fish." He's like, "What's yeah. a fish?" And he's like, "Shh." He's like, "What's a fish?" <laughs> <laughs> like freaking out. But uh, yeah. yeah, seeing um, seeing how big they are, and also another satisfaction for me, for some reason, I like futuristic. I love futuristic worlds, but whenever they show their computers and stuff, and it's just like the basic, like yeah, the little monitor. PC, yeah. yeah, man. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. I'm like, man, this is this is really satisfying. I don't know why. Yeah. This is great. This is really cool. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, what did you think of episode one? Episode one was a great starter point, and I think they do, Marvel does a really good job at kind of setting you to that world. So like you said, like with that whole introduction to the TVA and everything like that, you kind of knew something was going to happen with some kind of time entity because Loki had, you know, gathered the the Tesseract and then uh, just he was just gone. So like you knew, okay, something's going to have to happen here with like reality, whatever the case may be. So the TVA was a perfect callback because I, that is a comic book entity. So like that was a perfect callback to like, hey, there are people here that make sure the sacred timeline is where it's supposed to be and certain things happen when they're supposed to happen. And, you know, just putting it that all into perspective so that it gives Endgame kind of a better understanding of hey, these are what happens to these all these realities and stuff like that, and this is how it's actually saved and made fine. So it, I think they did a great job by doing introducing us to that. Uh, Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson is a chemistry I had no idea I needed, and this show made me need it because they work so well together. They feel like they, the comedic timing of them is perfect. 
The chemistry when they talk to each other is perfect. You would think these guys knew each other for years, and I don't know if they do, but I really sense that energy yeah. from them. Like, hey, like the conversations are just so nice, and like they're funny, they're witty, like you know things like that. And I really appreciate good dialogue in TV shows, especially comic book uh, shows, because people always hate on comic book stuff, like oh, it's only action and stuff like that. But now we're getting like especially within the last five years, we're just getting like really strong actors in here and really strong like conversations and things that you will remember. And I, I it's great, a great way to advance the genre in this, in this realm. So I think the episode one was, like I said, a great way to start the show. Um, uh, uh, Loki being Loki and being fast for like fast tracked into the Loki that we know was perfect. So like basically if you guys didn't know, well, if you guys I hope you guys have watched it, but basically what happens is when Loki's in the, the therapy room, which I'll call it now, but l basically he's seeing every event that has happened to him and like to the Loki that has died. So like, so basically this is 2012 Loki and now he's seen what infinity war Loki has seen. And like you could, you saw the reaction from him. So like that reaction made you really realize that even in 2012, Loki wanted this, like this life. He wanted to be accepted, and he was finally accepted by his by his father. He was finally accepted by Thor, and that's how he was before he died. And it was like he saw that strong relationship that him and Thor ended up having, and it hit him, even though it was a younger Loki at the time. So it shows us that even 2012 Loki, all he wanted this whole time was to be accepted, and now that they fast track that, it kind of gives us the Loki that we had before he died without giving us the Loki we had before he died. So I think it was a really smart way of Marvel for Marvel to do that. Yeah. Uh, they also, it also confirmed that you, know, you remember whenever Loki actually died before, yeah. uh, before Endgame came out, everybody was thinking like, he's not really dead. Like, yeah. like I remember watching videos and they're like, Oh, you know, Loki is left-handed yeah. and he uses mm -hmm. his right hand. That could be a clone. And this one just like confirmed it, like no man, like he actually nope. did, he is gone, he was dead. Mm -hmm. So uh, seeing that though, like seeing his, the way it ends for him, um, I mean, you could totally like the way it's going, man. I I feel like they're gonna bring him back into the universe, um, and mm -hmm. I really hope he does, man. He's a great he's a great character. Uh, you don't need him in the movies. We obviously can see that he has his, he can keep the TV show keep going. Uh, become a, a hidden agent of the of the Minutemen, basically, and, and kind of yeah. go through there. I, that, that would be cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Another question for you. Has the TVA always... I know the Timekeepers have been a thing. Has the TVA always been a thing in, like, the comics and stuff? Yeah, like I said, that this was a callback to the, the comics, okay. uh, essentially. The TVA is a comic book entity. Like, obviously, what, they, what the MCU does is they'll take the idea and then they make a few changes. So like, it's not like directly the way it was because it was followed by so, like leaded by someone else yeah. and things like that. But like what they do is they'll take the premise of that and then they'll just make it into something brand new or like, you know, just change a few things here and there and then give it to us anyway, which is why like, I love that they do that because it's a nice callback and it's also it's furthering those characters. So like those characters don't just stay stale in the comics. And then um, people are just like, Oh, well, you know, they never use these like, but you need to modernize certain things in the comic. Cause if I remember, I don't think the TVA was like mentioned 
in like I don't even know like the last twenty years or something like that. So like I don't like you know what I mean in writing itself. I could be wrong on that, but yeah. I'm just saying it's been a while since they've have been like part of any of the main stories. Which, like I said, this is perfect, a perfect way to introduce that. And if you want to use them in the comic books now, you can because the TV show kind of like is bringing that back. So I think it's a really nice touch. Um, I think it's great that they use something like that. And then I will give a theory, which is kind of crazy. Uh, if you were, if you were, now, now that you see the TVA like city and stuff like that, if you remember, do you remember Ant Man when they're in the quantum realm? Yeah. You remember that city they see? Yes. I think it's the TVA city. So you think it's like, uh, like <laughs> I think I think they're in the quantum it exa- realm. I yeah. Think that, oh. I think they're hidden in the quantum realm, and I have the pictures, a picture to show you, but I'll show it to you off stream. But I, that my theory is that is that because it it seems we never go to that city in the quantum realm. Yeah. But like Marvel, like we said, always puts things that you kind of can call back to. And I think that's one of their callbacks, but well, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I think it's insane. Um, Oh man! So before you hit, uh, before we go to episode two, uh, what was your favorite scene from from this from episode one? My favorite scene on episode one would have been. I really do like the Loki there. Loki being fast tracked. I think it was like I said, very smart of them to do it that way. That way we can still deal with the Loki that we've known and loved and grew with without actually pulling that same Loki and being like, oh, well, that Loki didn't die. Like, you know what I mean? I think this is a really smart way to bring back that Loki and make sure, let us know that even in 2012, this Loki loved Thor and he loved Odin and he loved everything about that and all he wanted to do was be accepted and he finally got that. And now that 2012 Loki understands that, I feel like that was my favorite scene because, and Tom Hiddleston did such a great job at you know, uh, conveying that emotion and showing that pain and stuff like that. But so you I can see in him too, like he's trying to, it's almost like him fighting himself. Like he wants to, yeah. do, he wants yeah. to do the right thing, but also mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like an itch. He's, like, he's like, yeah, he's like, like, I have to do it. <laughs> I so, have to do something yeah. wrong. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, my favorite is, uh, from a comedic standpoint is that part right before, um, like he has to step through the like metal detection scanner. Yeah. And he's like, do you, can you tell us like, Hey, have, can you tell us that you're, you know, you, that you do in fact have a soul? And he's like, mm-hmm. wait, do people actually get confused about that? And he's <laughs> like, he's, he's just like, okay, go ahead and step on through. And he's like, well, what if, what if I am a robot? And he's like, well, then the, the machine will yeah. rip you from the inside out. You would have known already. Oh, okay. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, oh, do I step through? And that guy just gets so annoyed. He's like, like, come on, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> get, get on through here. Uh, and then yeah. also the, um, I don't know why the real cool interest for me was whenever he goes in and they have the stack of papers and it's like mm-hmm. everything he's ever said, but yeah. the stack of papers, I'm looking at it and I was like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, look, exactly. I'm like, but okay. it was funny because even when he was saying things, yeah, like, as he print out, he's like, sign that. Printing out a new, yeah. yeah. But you could tell that that guy was just like, okay, this happens every time. And they're, they're yeah. finally going to real like after three or four pages, they realize like, yeah. oh, this thing really records just everything sign I it. say. Like, yeah. yeah. Just sign it, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, but on to episode two. Yeah, episode two. I mean, episode two just, like I said, it added to all the strong points of episode one. The chemistry of Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston, perfect again. Uh, like I said, my favorite episode on, I mean, my favorite moment in this episode was when he was talking about the whole, um, the way that it, the Asgard and like the um, 
major events happen and how, you know, the Loki that they were looking for, which we should have said at the end of episode one, was basically, you know, Loki's looking for himself, essentially, is the way that episode one ended. And I know I've jumped kind of towards the end of this episode, but basically my favorite part was he basically is trying to explain to Owen Wilson, like, how the other Loki is hiding from them. And he's like, he's hiding in major time events. And what he does is he just takes his salad. And he's like, almost like, come on, dude, like, I'm going to eat that. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, not my salad. And then (laughs) Loki is just like salt, pepper. And then he puts the whole water thing behind him. Like, you know what I mean? And he completely ruins it on purpose because he's Loki. And he, this was his way of getting him back. And again, even at the, even at the end of it, he's just like, okay, it was a poor metaphor, but anyway, like, yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like you, you can tell, Loki was doing it on purpose <laughs> just to get him upset because of like for him to go through all this crap which again just showing Loki's character that way is perfect it shows his mischief it shows his uh you know the, that he has to have that little bit of itch to mess with people uh he, another great scene was when they were uh when they went to the circus and Loki tried to pretty much like you know tell him a run around like if it was me I would have basically been out like he's like okay well they're well, she, like this person's outside, like the other, you know, variant is outside. So whatever. And then Owen Wilson's like that moment. Yeah, they, yeah. He's yeah. like sitting there. He's like, he's lying. He's like, nobody's yeah. outside. And he's like, let's go. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. it, it's really cool. Their chemistry. And yeah. just, you can tell that Loki has his own objective, even though he's trying to help. But he's like, it's like we said earlier, he kind of has this, like, I want to help. I want to do right. But I have like my own interior motives that I want to kind of figure out and we'll talk about it later too, but we don't, we never know with Loki. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, and I think Marvel has done a great job over the years making us never know. So like if he does go one way, we're like, Oh my God, he went that way. And if he goes the other way, we're like, Oh my God, he went that way. Because like, you just don't know which way he's going to go. So like you're really in suspense on every scene. Cause you don't know if he has a backwards plan or something else. And you just, have to follow it. And again, we're following 2012 Loki. So like he doesn't have the years, even though he's seen everything, he doesn't have the years that the Loki we had in infinity war had. So he can still be like, he still has that itch. So I thought episode two was fantastic. Um, What did you think? I loved it a lot too. Uh, Owen Wilson was a, uh, it's a big deal in this one. I did like how in this episode, uh, Loki's trying to get more involved with them. He's just like, he, he starts to like, investigating and trying to yeah, find more figure, information, yeah, too, more information, yeah. but also Owen Wilson like gets annoyed with him and you also feel yeah. it. So whenever he's running through and he's actually like telling him, he's like, he's like, well, you like, shut up. Like you're so annoying. What happened to the guy that was in the elevator that just didn't want to talk to me and everything yeah. like go back to that. And I, I, I remember it's like sitting there watching the episode. And I'm like, and I felt it too. I'm like, man, he is kind of annoying. Like he's getting yeah. to that point where he just doesn't shut up. He has everything to say about something. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like when uh, he's trying to stay in disguise and trying to get the files on everything. And he's just like, that, that's the moment where I'm just like, okay, everybody really just doesn't like him right now. And that lady's just typing away on her computer. He's like, Hey, excuse me, excuse me. And then he rings the bell and she knows like, he's not going to go away. She kind of looks up to like, what do you want? And he's like, I want all these files. And uh, she's like, it's classified. And he's like, Okay, and he just keeps like yeah. pushing. Like I like that he kept pushing and pushing to, I, to get what he wants. I like that he had to ring the bell because she was like on her computer. Yeah, just doing she's her just own going, thing. and then, and he's then just like he's like, 
ping. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was, it was great. She just perfect. gives him that side eye, like, like, what do you want? <laughs> what, <man? laughs> and then I thought it was great also that she just gives it. She's like, well, what files can I have? And then she gives him the files that he was supposed to be reading anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, it's just, I mean, it, it has a real nice dose of serious, a nice dose of funny. And I think Marvel always does that perfect. Like they always have, they always give us a, even in the, you know, the, the sad movies and stuff like that, they still give us a dose of comedy. They still give us like, you know, a dose of serious and it's, you just get all the emotions and it's so good. I, I, another thing, another moment that made me like, it wasn't like a cringe moment, but it was, uh, when he finally explains to Owen Wilson or, uh, uh, Owen Wilson's character is Mobius, right? That's his name. Mobius. Yeah. yeah Mobius. Mobius. Whenever he t- explains to Mobius, like, uh, you know, like uh, he, they're hiding in in destruction or in catastrophic uh, events, events because it's it doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. To test the theory, I, he's like, how, yeah. "How do we test it?" And then I saw Pompey come up, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's messed up." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and him sitting great. there, yeah, and him sitting there, and he's just throwing things around. Yeah, and, and he like, goes out, and he's, he's like, "You guys like, are all gonna die." Like yeah. <laughs> so, and I, and them cutting to the guy that looks at him like this guy's an idiot, like he's yeah. he's crazy. This is a crazy guy. Mm-hmm. And then the the volcano explodes, and then you see people running. And he's yeah. like, "See, it doesn't matter." Like, and you just know the story of Pompeii, you know what's going on. Exactly. And he's just sitting there smiling like, yeah. look what I you did. See? I was right. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he did, like I said, Tom Hiddleston's just the perfect person for this kid. Like, you you never know about, like, until you see it and then you're like, wow, he's just the perfect Loki. And then to go on to the point, now they're going to, you know, they're still searching for the, uh, the, the Loki that is the entity. And um, I wanted to do, because I knew this was going to happen, because I knew that they were going to do this callback reference, but I did love, they went to the store, and like the way that the Loki that they're chasing was able to do the powers that, you know, switch her powers around and stuff like that, and give, like, you know what I mean, to continue the conversation, which is pretty much what Loki would do anyway, because he is a trickster, this is what he does. I also, before we get to that, before I continue, I love that he explained his powers also. Yeah. Because, like, to uh, earlier on in that episode, he's like, oh, I can, like, no, 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 no. It's not the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it just shows you, like, you know, it, a good explanation. And then, classic Marvel MCU, they show you that power later on because that's what, you know, the other Loki does. So, it's like, it's a perfect, you know, it was perfect. And then you see... We finally find out what the other Loki's plan was. Well, we kind of figure it out. We also see the reveal that it's uh, a female Loki, which is a huge comic book reference because uh, Loki was gone for a while and then returned as a um, as a woman. So again, it's it's it doesn't mean that it's it's fe- a female Loki. It's still Loki. He is just a female. Like you know, what I mean, it's not. He's just a woman now. So it's not. Um, like, you know what I mean? A Lady Loki kind of thing. Yeah. It's literally just Loki as a woman. So, and he did that in the comics, which was a big thing because everyone, well, people got all hurt and blah, 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 whatever. It, it was a great change. It's it's Loki. He's the god of mischief and he hides his identity. It, yeah. wh- why, if you think he wouldn't switch himself into a woman, like, Loki would do anything to get to his plan. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did. So he's, you know, he's Loki. He is the god of mischief. He has shape-shifting powers. He'll do things like this. So he, you know, she then opens up this portal to where we have no idea because I have no idea what's going on. I didn't watch the trailer, so I don't know what's next. 
or any of that stuff, and I can't like really summarize it. And I do that purposely, but I want to know, Chris, what do you think is going to happen next? Now that bro, you know? I have no idea because that <laughs> moment, I that moment where he they're running up to him and he's like, Loki, wait, like I yeah. thought he was going to stay there no. with him and at the same time i was thinking i'm like okay well this girl just got like the security guard that got possessed and gets knocked out yeah thinks loki did it so i'm like mm -hmm. if he gets caught right now they're not gonna let him continue no like that's the exactly. that's the feeling you get like he, he mm -hmm. you also see it on his face he's like yeah. do i stay here but at the same time they're gonna think i did this so mm -hmm. i need to go like no matter what i just need to go so when he jumps that... through and follows but i also think that other loki knew he was gonna follow yeah, but that, and I, you knew Loki was going to go because yeah. Loki needs to know what's next. What's going like, on, That's yeah. another thing about his character. Like, at the end of the day, and you don't, now that now that you've given up the plan and you knew where she was hiding this whole time, like, she's not going to do the same thing again. So you might have never gotten access to her again. And I think Loki knows that. Loki, Loki knew that before. He was like, if I stay here, not only do I not get to see what happens next or get to see what her plan was, but also, like, we're never going to catch her again because at the end of the day, like, she's not going to use the same trick that she used before. Now she's going to have to try to find a brand new trick. But what's the point when I can just go through this portal now? Yeah. So I think Loki went in knowing I can't go back. I can't stay here. I need to figure out what, what's next. And he's going to do that. What's next for Loki? I have no idea. I can't even lie to you. I feel like we're just going to go on this epic journey of just going through different times and things like that to figure out what's going to happen. Uh, I like I don't have like a theory on what's next. I just know obviously Loki's going to be chasing Loki, and we're going to figure out what's going on. And I feel like we're going to have a lot of fun moments. Yeah. Uh, where you know Loki's stuck in these time zones or these uh, realities for like you know an episode or something, and he's just going to do some ridiculously fun <laughs> things. And I feel like we're just going to be on a journey of Loki doing fun things, and then towards the end of most episodes, we're going to get like that serious, um, the serious story driven parts where he moves on like and i think that's what's going to happen we're going to have like a little bit we're going to have so we're going to have some fun and then it's going to have some little bit of story into it and then the last episode like last couple minutes or last like third like you know 20 yeah. minutes they're going to really hit home on where we're going next you know so uh i'm really excited so do you think do you think we see uh is it luke or no is it thor's brother cousin something like that the bird looking thor the bird looking Thor. You, know you mean Beta Ray Bill? Is that what it's called? It's not like a bird looking Thor. It looks, like a, it looks weird. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Beta yeah. Ray Bill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Ray Bill. Do you think we see He's the one who wields Stormbreaker? We might. Uh, I don't see why we wouldn't, but I could I also like see them moving there. That, it's one of it's the more. I mean, chance. they've had a few moments because uh, in, in Ragnarok, actually, when they're in the Coliseum, yeah. that when in World War Hulk, because they kind of added the movies together yeah in world war hulk that he actually fights beta ray bill and yeah. he doesn't fight thor so i thought maybe they would have showed him in the arena but i mean they have multiple opportunities it could be this we just don't know where they're going like are yeah, they exactly. going back to asgard are they going like we don't know where they're going and i think they might they might save it for um you know love and thunder but we'll see, we'll see. i mean yeah yeah, we I, I do think they will introduce Beta Ray Bill at some point because Stormbreaker is the weapon he actually uses. So we'll see. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, that's pretty much it. The like, first yeah, two episodes, so that, very solid. First, Love them. Very solid. Great. We're on the journey. It was also the most watched, um, most watched premiere. 
because every one that they come out with have been escalating. So like yeah. Wanda was like a crazy number and then uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was a crazy number and now this is a crazy number. And what's even more interesting that this number was crazy and it came out on a Wednesday, like a yeah. Wednesday. And I feel and uh, Disney actually came out with a statement that they're going to do some more releases on Wednesday. And then, but I think they did this uh, they, I like. I was talking. I was talking to you guys earlier about this, but I think they did this because Star Wars comes out on Friday. Because they're gonna start doing fr- Star Wars on Friday, and I think uh, Marvel's gonna be Wednesday. That way, for the weekend, you have two things to yeah. watch and not just watching it all on Friday. So like now they've taken over the Wednesday time slot. Like you know, the most watched thing on Wednesday, and then now they're gonna have like the most watched thing on Friday. So it's just you know Disney doing smart marketing and smart distribution. So. But that is it for this episode. We are going to be back next week to talk about episode three. If you guys have any comments, any theories, or any of that stuff, drop them in the comments, and we'll love to talk about them and see what you guys say. And if you guys have any, like, you know, comic book questions or, like, yeah, maybe theories, if you're interested, hear all of it. Maybe if you're interested in joining us in a conversation, we'd love to do, like, a big conversation at the end of this. Maybe on the last yeah. episode, get some guests on and just talk yeah, about it awesome. as a whole. That'd be pretty cool. So if you guys, you know, enjoyed this, please drop the like, you know, subscribe, do all that good stuff that all the other YouTubers say, because, you know, that helps the algorithm and it helps us get more exposure. So with that said, though, guys, we are out for this episode. We will see you guys next week. Um, We'll see you guys on Tuesday, eight o'clock for the live stream. This is Fireteam 